0: The Living Strong Podcast. The Living Strong Podcast. The Living Strong Podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of what we call the Living Strong Podcast. My name is Kim Sellers, and we've been at this, hmm, I'd say, for about a year. And this is where we love to generate conversation about issues, topics, anything that relates to those of us living with multiple sclerosis, and even those who are also living with some type of autoimmune as Well, we're here for you. We'd like to be an outlet. And of course, we'd love to invite you and check out our website. It's Kim Sellers Today we're going to talk about mitochondria. Then I don't know if you're like me, but I've been reading so much about it. Every, everywhere I go, I'm like, what in the world is mitochondria? So I had to turn to one of the best neurologists right here in Northeast Ohio. Dr. Robin Richardson to help us out today. Hello, Doc. How are you?
1: I'm doing okay. Good, good. Glad to be on the
0: podcast. Oh, so glad to have you. So tell us Doc, what is mitochondria and why is it so important?
1: Well, if you think back to about fourth or fifth grade science class, um, um, you've pro- you've probably heard the term mitochondria before. Mitochondria are commonly called we commonly call them the, the powerhouse of each individual cell in the body. And, and another way you can think of it uh, is as a microscopic digestive system so just so just like just like your digestive system, um, mm-hmm. mitochond- mitochondria take in, Nutrients that are brought into the cell, they break them down, and in return, you get energy. And that energy is used is used for the individual cells to make up. And uh, just like every, just like any cell in the body, mitochondria, sorry, uh, nerve cells contain mitochondria, and that's necessary to generate generate energy. Mm-hmm. Here's a problem though, uh, in, mul- in multiple sclerosis. Just as well, the immune system fight um, so the immune system attacks myelin, which is the which is the uh, um, the insulation around the nerve. And we and we also think that and we also think that there is an attack on the nerve. Pardon me, on the brain cells that make myelin. Now, those are called oligodendrocytes. Mm. And and as And as those nerve cells and uh, illegal dendrocytes, those myelin making cells are attacked, the number of mitochondria, the mitochondria becomes damaged. And if they, and if they become damaged, then, then the nerve cells can't, uh, the nerve cells can't make as much energy. And if they don't make as much energy, those cells, those cells, And not only that. Well, and not only that. These mitochondria that are not working properly because they're damaged can actually produce harmful molecules inside the cell, and that adds to the cell damage. And so, so so that's so that's so that's a problem. The immune system is kind of doing a double attack. Gotcha. by attacking first the cell and by attacking the cell attacking the mitochondria. So
0: how do you know how do you know if it's been damaged?
1: Well, as it as it turns out there there are quite a few researchers looking at mitochondria. Um, there um there's one there's one trial that looked at uh, that looked at dead nerve tissue so mm-hmm. post mortem so after death uh, nerve tissue okay. and what they and what they found what they found was that the um, there are there are little highways inside the mitochondria you know, we call them mitochondria transport system uh, and we and we think that and we think that those we, we think that those that's what those wrong mitochondria it's pretty it's pretty neat actually um, and because and because we know this and we know this because there are they animal models for 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 um, Mitochondria, and there are there, there are a couple of uh, mouse models that uh, that are used to understand this.
0: So, is this kind of like our metabolism?
1: Kind of, yeah. The metabolism of the, of the individual nerve cell or myelin generated.
0: Gotcha, yeah. gotcha, gotcha.
1: So, what? So, the reason this is important is because if if there's if there's a way to to get the mitochondria to to generate the right amount of energy again that may be a way to, uh, that may be a way to preserve nerve cells and illegal dendrites again, the myelin and the creating cells in the brain if we if there's if there's a what you know that's that's why we're that's why we're interested in it. If, we, if we can help if we can help mitochondria to generate energy in these cells that would otherwise be dying then maybe they can be saved that's that's really the simplest way to explain it
0: So what are some symptoms of, uh, of a mitochondria that's not working well
1: well you would well you know you wouldn't notice you wouldn't notice the symptoms um, as anything different from what you would already experience the multiple sclerosis it those again if the mitochondria are not, Producing or not producing enough energy, then those myelin-producing cells die, and if the myelin-producing cells die or are severely damaged, then you have less myelin around around the around the nerve cells, less insulation around the nerve cells, and that can that that can worsen that that causes more of, of what whatever symptoms you have your variety of multiple cloresis.
0: So with all the autoimmune diseases out there, and we know there are at least 80 of them, are those of us that are living with MS, are we the only ones where our mitochondria is being compromised?
1: Probably not. In honesty, we are probably at the beginning of understanding the importance of mitochondria not only in multiple sclerosis, but other immune um, immune disorders as well, because other, because other immune disorders um, have in common with multiple sclerosis that the, that the immune system attacks some piece of of a cell. Now, it you know if lupus, you know for example, lupus is another immune disorder, and that that immune response. Can be uh, can be again, uh, we call them connective tissues. So muscle, so muscle, um, ligament, uh, tendons, etc. Um, they can attack the tissues that connect cells together in in the kidneys, the liver, the heart, even um, even the brain. So and all and and all all of those you know all those cells have. Mitochondria that are powering them, and by damaging those cells, you can you can um, you damage to mitochondria, and that and that can speed cell death, and, and by doing so, cause more symptoms. So this so this is so in short, this is probably not unique to multiple sclerosis, and by and by finding a way to uh, to deal with with this problem. Maybe we find a way to deal with other immune disorders like like gluten.
0: Gotcha. So of course you know me. I'm always reading. And I was reading a few ways that you could improve your mitochondria. And they talked a lot about your diet, about eliminating all fast food if you could, making sure that you're eating enough greenery. Enough vegetables, enough colorful foods to help. They talk about diet as well, and they talk about nutrients. So, what are your thoughts on that?
1: Well, again, we're kind of we're kind of at the beginnings of being able to understand this. Um, we think, you know, there are we think that and there's a lot of research about this. You know, one. You know, I suppose the best way to improve mitochondrial function is to just is to pick the right mother, <laughs> because because oh my, mitochondrial mitochondrial DNA comes comes from your mother. Okay. Gotcha. That, that that comes from your mother, and if you um, and if you and if your mother has if your mother has has great mitochondrial DNA that is resistant to what the immune system does to it then, then then, you're likely to do better
0: but of course well my mother's 80 and she's still buzzing around so I take it her mitochondria is working just fine yep.
1: <laughs> you, 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 you,
0: you <laughs> picked a good mother <laughs> oh gosh goodness gracious crazy so doc so where do you think they are headed with the research here well I
1: think I think I think the main thing. the main thing we're looking for right now is, is a way is a way to to kind of re, kind of reactivate mitochondria. mitochondria. Um, as far you know, as far as how you know, we have a number of mouse models now looking um, looking looking at this specific issue. We don't you know we don't have a good we don't have a a good way to de- uh, to deal with it yet. Um, you, you asked earlier if there are ways to improve mitochondrial function. Um, there are. There are. There are. There are there, we can reduce. There are certain toxins that can be that can be reduced. There are certain oh, um, um, nutrients nutrients that protect mitochondria from from oxidative stress, like 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 vitamin E. And, um, among other things, um, nutrients that that facilitate um, there are nutrients that that facilitate mitochondrial energy production, and more. And by energy production, there is a little molecule called ATP. Um, mm-hmm. um, ATP is 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 a very important. Energy related, energy related molecule that you uh, that you need. Um, there's coenzyme uh, Q10, which, which some of you may have may have heard of. Um, mm-hmm. Co- CoQ10 actually ca- it actually carries, uh, and, and I'm really sorry if I sound nerdy while I'm saying this. Um, it it actually carries high energy electrons through the um, um, through the mitochondria. And if you don't have enough, that means you don't, you don't produce as much ATP as needed. So, um, and if you don't produce enough ATP, um, that, um, you're producing less energy. Then we have, let me see, then we have alpha lipoic acid and acetyl, uh, and carnitine, L-carnitine. Um, alpha lipoic acid, these, these, these nutrients, you now both, these two together, can be used to increase ATP production in the mitochondria, and then there's and then there's a, a resveratrol. Resveratrol, you may have heard you may have heard of it if you're a wine drinker. Now this is now this is this is something that's found that's found in and uh, uh, and it's pretty well concentrated in the raisins and wine, um, this at uh, this may actually also increase mitochondrial ATP production, so it so it may that so may uh, again increase the energy that you can get out of out of mitochondria. And and I meant and I also mentioned um, vitamin E. Um, but, uh, vitamin E protects um, mitochondria from from, ox- from oxidative stress. So so this so there. So, the, so there's some hope and these are these are things that are that are available okay. now these are, these are things that are available now but, but you know I mentioned them but again I keep saying we are at the beginning of researching how well um, and how effective they are at improving mitochondrial function well enough that you can see it um, in the um, clinically so that you can see it in the management of of multiple sclerosis.
0: So bottom line, folks, that means we gotta continue to take care of ourselves. Again, nutrients, so important. Diet and exercise, so important. Cutting out fast food and uh, making sure that you're not eating a lot of sugar and, you know, any type of toxins that can get into your body. Those, no doubt, are so important. Dr. Robert Richardson, of course, one of the best neurologists right here in Northeast Ohio with the University Hospital. So be sure to look him up if you or someone you know or love is looking for a neurologist. Again, we remind you that our website is up and always available for you to check out. Just to get some basic information about MS. Be sure to visit Kim Sellers foundation.org and then remember... Our big fundraiser is coming up November 13th, and it's called Jazz and Jokes. And that will be at the Music Box in the Flats in downtown Cleveland. Dr. Robert Richardson, thank you so much for joining us. This has been another edition of the Living Strong Podcast. My name is Kim Sellers. Until next time.